Hello and welcome to Creating with Camille podcast and I am Camille for those who might be curious and this is season number two and episode 30 and for this episode I will be talking about how to create art as an individual and uh, art can range obviously so it could be literature, it could be music, it could be um Anything that really comes from your heart and it's interpreted emotionally and it it asks different questions of the audience. And for me, I I really did have to go through uh, a process to come out with a proper way to um, showcase my literary talents to the world or lack of, depending on who you speak to. And so what that means is when I was uh, trying to create my first novel, I had about four steps. Number one, I tried to remove myself from the work. And then number two, I tried to fully insert myself into the book and see how I would uh, react and how I would personally go through each situation that I had put my characters in. And number three was I had to look from the outside omniscient perspective. So not from me, not from uh, the outside. It's just overall and see how the chain of events worked. Uh, Why? Because I wanted to remain impartial at some points. So I would go through the novel or I went through my novels still to this day impartial as a supervisor, as a critic of my own work. And I try and make sure everything circles and is finished near the end of the book. Unless it's um, a series, of course, then I try and leave a little bit uh, to be desired for the next one. And so that also means that number four is I find my middle ground. And that (laughs) is easier said than done for being an individual creating art. So that means I'm trying to find a balance between myself and my work as an artist. And for each person and for each project, I do believe that is different. Uh, When I'm creating a work of fiction, uh, as I usually do, and it's usually um, a mystery, suspense, thriller, and the characters um, tend to be older than I am when I'm writing. So I do try to remove myself because I do not want that youth uh, and that lack of experience in my life to show in my characters. And so, however, <laughs> it sometimes it, it may. And that's just the, the problem, the beauty of it, I would say. So as much as I try, I cannot fully cleanse my books of my life. So little bits kind of seep into the cracks and find their way into my books. And I used to think this was a complete failure, utter failure. And now I think I have decided that it gives my work such beauty and warmth. And these little shards and pieces of myself really speak to the humanness of the work. And so... I don't always uh, go so in-depth into what that means, but for example, in Catalina's Tide, um, I have characters that are relatively young. They're they're just discovering what it means to be your 
person yourself having that autonomy they're just discovering uh what it means to be that young adult what it means to have that freedom and uh there are young female characters and believe it or not i was a high school girl once too <laughs> back in my day uh so it does uh tend to ebb and flow so uh, I did have at one point that perspective of a young high school girl and it is quite useful to go back and use um, your own personal life as like a guidance, as a structure emotionally to understand what you went through at one point in your life. Obviously not to the same degree if you've read the book, nowhere near, but it, it does help to have a basis to, to start from. When I'm creating different uh, characters, that is not always the case. So when I'm creating an older male character in his 60s, I am working um, without reference to myself or to my life uh, in a, a different uh, scenario. Uh, what I mean is, I obviously, we share commonalities. Everyone has... Um, core factors that you cannot get rid of. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone has fears. Uh, everyone has hopes and dreams. These are all commonalities. We cannot erase that from uh, what makes us all human. And that is separate from the details that um, I've lived and what everyone goes through. And those details tend to, to seep in as well. And sometimes it's useful when I created and wrote Catalina's Tide. There are little tidbits of me in some of the dialogue and some of the characteristics of, of some of the leads. And ends up being that that's the part that I always hear compliments about <laughs> are the parts where I ended up describing and discussing accidentally myself and my humanness in a scenario and I think it's that raw, that rawness, that truth, and it speaks to people. So it really just depends on your project and your willingness to have that, I would say, nakedness about yourself with your audience. And sometimes you don't want that to happen in your work. Sometimes you're trying to portray something completely different than your personal lived experience. And sometimes it has to be the perfect balance between your lived experience and what your your goal in, in creating this art is. And it's a fine, very fine line. And I, I really do struggle most of the time when creating work with this because it's where where does that line exist and how can I teeter on it so that I, I am being truthful to myself and and to my my life and my perspective and also being truthful to the characters or being truthful to the music and being truthful to to the sculpture. It's it's really finding that that middle ground and it, sometimes it's very difficult to find it. Sometimes I don't believe it exists. Uh, when I like to do freehand concepts, just writing from myself that that oomph that that realness, it's so easy to come through because it's its in me, it's in my perspective, it's in what I've lived. And to try and separate that from, from myself, it, it's really the trial of being an, an artist is to, to pick, about, pick apart and remove and decide like 
where is that humanness? Where are you as a person? And this feels very metaphorical, I'm sure, to, to everyone. But uh, it's very interesting. It's, it's just a, a question I, I really do have most of the time. So I would say in summary, what I still do when I'm trying to create this art as an individual, as an artist, um, and I don't always want to be in the forefront. I just want it myself to be the background motivator. So what I do is number one, I try and remove myself entirely. And number two, I go ahead and read this entirely from my perspective and see what I would do in all the situations instead of my characters. Number three, I go for more of an omniscient, uh, offhand approach. So I go and see, what am I missing? Why is this sentence garbage? Who put this paragraph in here? Was I writing this in my sleep? It's much more critical of uh, what I've done. I find that's actually very useful, at least for me personally. When I'm no longer um, trying to be someone else, when I'm no longer just myself, when I'm just the critic, <laughs> I find that sometimes that perspective really does clean up at least the, the punctuation. <laughs> and number four, I usually try and find that middle ground. And, and looking over my books, I find that that little piece of humanness there, that that sense of vulnerability in those characters, uh, their imperfections and their failures, <laughs> um, I think they make them... It's more poignant. It's it's more to the heart of the matter of when you're creating art as an individual, what what that is is you're creating emotion and likeness and and it's not always easy, but it is possible. And this is obviously my inner ramblings of how I do it, but I do hope this has helped somebody out there. And thank you so much for listening in. And this has been Creating with Camille, Season 2, Episode 30. Oof, we're getting up there. Okay, thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you guys next week. Bye!